Hey, what's up? This is Danny. Uh, this is going to be episode three. Uh, I just want to, again, thank everyone for checking out the previous two episodes and for subscribing and hitting the links on SoundCloud and iTunes. And uh, I just, someone actually left a review on iTunes, so uh, it's fucking cool. I didn't know you could do that. So if you can uh, help me out and so the show can get more uh, notoriety, uh, leave like a review or rate the show on uh, itunes that'll be really cool if you could do that so i sat down with ryan and pat who used to be in fallen empire uh ryan uh lives in san antonio right now he did live in austin uh he was going for his law degree and uh i sat with sat down with him and pat uh we caught up i wanted to interview them about the fallen empire era and then you know how they got together and how they progressed as a band and things like that and how they, you know, left a mark in the local scene. Um, we also talk about uh, how they were exposed to the scene and uh, what their mindset was uh, as far as attending shows and how they first started. And we got into some ridiculous fucking stories that we were involved in as far as, like, stupid shit we did when we were younger. Um we had to do, well, I, I have to do two different episodes or two part episodes because the first one was almost an hour long and uh, the total recording like was about two hours, two, two hours, 15 minutes. So had to cut down a lot of it for time constraint um, issues. So this is the first part of uh, episode three with uh, Pat and Ryan. All right, check it out. So this is uh, the beginning of episode three. I'm here with Pat and Ryan. I I don't know if you're familiar. I'm, I am definitely because I know these motherfuckers. They're in the band called Fallen Empire. What's up, guys? Hey, uh, this is Pat. Uh, hey, this is Ryan. All right. So, uh, Ryan, what have you been up to? Because I see Pat uh, almost every, all the times. So oh, shit, man. Um, uh, it's my third year of law school. And uh, <clears throat> to any of the listeners out there that are contemplating going to law school, maybe don't don't do it <laughs> for the love of God. Don't do it. Wait. So you're going into what was it? Uh, sports. Dude, that's like, what, that was the idea. That was the idea. Oh, OK. OK. Whenever yeah. I got into law school, I was like, man, I'm going to get into music law because that sounds so fun. Yeah, yeah. That's not big in Texas. It's like big in California and New York and maybe like New Orleans and Nashville. Mm hmm. <clears throat> not in texas um so yeah you get brought back down to earth very quickly and <laughs> it's a very it's very sad the way it works the way that <laughs> it's a very it's a very expensive endeavor yeah yeah and uh they're like oh like you want to do entertainment law like that's really cute God, so like, they just don't <laughs> just real like, dick like I'm the just like yo <laughs> fuck this place but I guess I'll stick it out because I have a political communications degree. Like, what the fuck else am I going to do? You know, if you run, I'll, I'll vote for you. Yeah, I'll probably run for uh, for a judge at some point and just uh, drop dick on whoever comes in the courtroom. <laughs> Metaphorically and maybe maybe literally, who knows, depending <laughs> on. <laughs> so are you, you're not doing a, uh, entertainment law or what, what is it? Uh, are you, what are you doing now? Well, OK, so. Okay, so it's it's interesting, I guess. Uh, I went abroad to London this summer. Uh, oh, dude, I remember that. Yeah, I saw the Snapchat. You, thank yeah. you, federal government, for those loans, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate that. <clears throat> and uh, I was there for about six weeks studying uh, through a different law school because fuck giving my law school any more money. But uh, I did music, international music law and international sports law, which... I'm not going to name the school, obviously, 
but uh, were trash classes, like <laughs> fucking useless. <laughs> and um, the, while I was there, I got to, I, mean, I went to like Barcelona and Munich and shit, and that was a blast, but you know. But yeah, I, I was like, so still like in my head, like I, I haven't given up on the idea, mm-hmm. but I'm also trying to be practical. So I want to do uh, real estate or probate law, which probate refers to like uh, wills, like drafting up wills for like, you know, people that are planning on dying and splitting up their estate to like different grandkids. Cause people, Damn, that shit's going to be, dr- be drama. Dude, people Dude. fight about that shit, bro. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, I've seen and it. And family law, <laughs> which is like divorce and shit. And you think people like... You know, are like real sad and shit when they're when they're dealing with divorce. No, man, they're like the happiest people when they get divorced. They're like divorce parties and shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I know, I know what you mean. So I mean, like currently, uh, like I'm working at uh, the Bear County Courthouse there, uh, there in San Antonio. I deal with a lot of pro se divorces, and pro se means like they they're representing themselves and shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny. It's fun to deal with those people, bro, because they're just like. They can't afford an attorney or say they can't afford an attorney or whatever. <clears throat> and they're just like, whenever I don't tell them like up front, like, oh, you can't do this. They're just like, why the fuck did you tell me that to begin with? I'm just like, because you're your own fucking attorney, dude. What the fuck? Like, I don't I don't I don't have to tell you that shit. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. you. I don't say all that. <laughs> but I, it's like it's in the back of my head. But yeah, man, I mean, that's what I'm up to right now. That's what I did. And I'm still taking like classes dealing with entertainment law because that's still something i want to do but yeah i I remember i did something uh two years ago and i was paranoid as fuck about it and because i didn't know if i was gonna get arrested or not and i remember (laughs) we're hanging out at the bar and i was like dude can you give me legal advice and you're like i'm not allowed with you (laughs) really was i drunk or not yeah we're we're fucking drunk sure i'm surprised (laughs) i didn't give you (laughs) advice man i well i'm I'm, kind of lying right now (laughs) Well, you didn't give me exact like legal advice. Oh, You're like, okay. you gave me some sort of like, well, this might happen, but don't, you know, take this. Oh, okay. I think I vaguely serious. remember that. Yeah. I, if I say this, will I get arrested on the podcast? It was no. two years ago. Well, I mean, if you say on the podcast, uh, how long has it been since? It's two years. What's the no. statute of limitations is it called, right? Yeah, that is what it's called. Um, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got it. I got a right answer. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's that. Uh, I guess it depends on what it was. Um, we don't have to, but it was like a that wasn't even open. I mean, why are you tripping? I'm gonna edit this out. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they're not like on the lookout for like the guy that broke into this that was not even like active, like it was a, yeah, an abandoned. No, that's totally fine, dude. A good friend of mine actually uh <laughs> got arrested for breaking into a, a fucking like a UPS, not a UPS store, but like a. No, just like a uh, mail center. It's not called a mail center. Why is the name escaping me? Oh my god! Can you guys post office? <laughs> god, I was like the center. Wait, of I was mail. like, you mean like a UPS? I was so confused. Uh, yeah, the uh, mail center, as I was saying. No, he broke into post office, uh, and like broke the glass and shit mm-hmm. to make a phone call because his phone wasn't working. He was drunk <laughs> as fuck and like didn't know how to get home. He was like in an unfamiliar place. Yeah. And got arrested for that. And I was like, you, that was the dumbest fucking story I've ever heard. I was like, man, dude, that's a bitch ass reason to get fucking arrested for breaking into a fucking post office. Um, that's, I'm so glad Fallen Empire, you guys, well, one of you is going to be a lawyer and the other one's going to be a doctor. So I could just call you guys up and be like, Frankie, I'm dying. What am I, I have these symptoms. And then if I'm any legal advice, I'll just call you. Yeah. By all, <laughs> no, by all means, um, I'm charging you $300 per half hour. So, <laughs> just a heads up, fuck you, Danny. <laughs> Not getting any special treatment. And that's because that's the friend discount. I know, that's the homing discount. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm under no illusion that I'm going to be underpaid for the first few years. So, I mean, people actually like, uh, yeah, can ask me for legal advice. And uh, I'll either tell you, um, fuck off, go find your other another attorney. Mm-hmm. Or if I really, really like you, yeah, I'll, by all means, that would help you I'll, out. I'll, I'll go to the, the building in the plaza that just says abogado. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I've seen that place, and it's... What, what is that? It's oh, that's flying a hornet, dude. That's some Jurassic Park shit. It's, fly, it's flying around in the room. <laughs> We're under attack. Where is it? 
Okay, this huge ass bug just oh my like, god. Oh shit, Brian's <laughs> hate moshing on it. Oh, it's oh no, it's not dead. It's almost dead. Brian's swinging on it with a chunk. Oh of my god, dude, that shit was like two two inches away from my face. Wow. Okay. A first on the Danny <laughs> McNasty podcast. <laughs> we just got attacked by a fucking huge ass bug. I was. I don't know how the fuck it got we, in here though. That's kind of. That was crazy. All right. So uh, yeah, no, dude. Frankie's doing his thing too, man. I mean, he's. Uh, yeah, it's, and you talk about like you know hitting him up for you know medical advice and shit. Like, oh yeah, he's not I gonna tell me anything. All the because I'm a hypo, really I'm a hypochondriac, bro. Like, dude, same. Yeah, if like there's something going on, like. Like if like I feel like weird and I'm just like this is unnatural. I'm just yeah. like, yo, uh, I text him I'm like, dude, this is these are my symptoms. Like, well, do I need to go to a hospital or whatever? I had a I had a panic attack like a year and a half ago yeah. uh, during finals, and I thought I was gonna die. Dude, did you feel like you're having a heart attack? Yeah, exactly. I thought. And I then ate. like you felt like just impending doom over you, dude. Yeah, I've had. Dude, panic like attacks my head was getting numb, my like arms were getting numb, oh, and I was just like, oh like my me. god, like this is this is how I die in a shitty yeah. apartment complex, <laughs> dude. And <laughs> then like sometimes I feel like that. I'm like, I'm gonna die here. Like, in, no this one's gonna be around. I die, yeah. If I pass out, no one's gonna fucking find me till like a day later. Like, I think of the craziest shit. Like, but it, but it was self-induced. And I'm not going to specify over the podcast what I did to induce that panic attack, <laughs> but there were uh, there were things that were involved, and uh, yeah. So I had that, and I was like texting Frank, like texting like 15 texts, man. I was like, dude, this this I called him like fucking five or six times, and um, he didn't get back to me till the next fucking morning. <laughs> he would have been a goner, by Frankie. Then. If you're listening to this, fuck you for that. Um, no, he's been very helpful. Other than that fucking night. But yeah, he was like, dude, like, are you okay? I was like, well, yeah, now I don't feel like I'm going to die. But yeah. <laughs> you expect him to be on call like <laughs> all the time. But yeah, man. So, dude, I, 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 I'm so paranoid. I can't even watch like TV shows that have to do like medical, like TV shows, like, because every episode I'd be like, oh my God, I have that. Oh, I have that. And I start freaking the <laughs> fuck out and I can't watch TV Dude, shows. You've been like WebMD after like you self, like you self-diagnosed. Dude, there's a point I, I, I thought like WebMD'd something and I was like, oh my God, I do it. Like <laughs> I just got real lightheaded and I was like, I literally almost cried. And then, oh, I mean, whatever symptoms I had went away the next you day. You literally so. almost cried or you cried. Just be honest with us. No, I, I teared up. Teared up? <laughs> I teared up I've been there. Bit. No, dude. and then the next day I'm like, oh, I don't have that. So. Yeah, no, uh, <clears throat> that that happens to me all the time. And you know, like, I might go to my doctor, and I'm just like, yo, I th- I think I have this and this and this, and he's like, well, I can tell you that you don't have this, this and that. And I was like, I don't, I don't believe you, fam. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you're like, really you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, guy who specializes in shit. You write like, that down on a note so I could just look at it. Like when I start <laughs> panicking, like. But yeah, man, no, WebMD is the worst. Like, I remember like having a panic attack in a car one time. Mm-hmm. These two girls were driving me back from Austin, and I was like in the back seat, and I felt like my head getting numb and shit. And I was just like, I was like breathing heavy. I was like, am I gonna, am I gonna die in the back of this fucking shitty car? Like, <laughs> with these fucking hoes driving me and shit. Like, uh, and like I was like googling like like webmd like my symptoms and like i couldn't even like touch the screen because like my hand was getting oh, numb and shit. shit and so i was like i'm dying like i was like i'm dying and shit but <laughs> i survived i'm here now uh and that's how that turned out i guess it's to become a guest on the show. and i'm very and i'm very disappointed <laughs> All right, no, so everyone's probably listening in right now. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of this whole episode? <laughs> no, <laughs> we're about ten minutes in, and everyone's like, who are these guys? What did they do? So, um, you guys had a band called Fallen Empire, and yes. you guys uh, took over uh, when I mean, DTD started declining, and then Lean Room for like a year. I think you guys like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, you know, what? I felt that was like the the longest year. Like it was, yeah. And oh guys, nine, yeah. Yeah, that was a really good year for Picking it up in 08, and then 09 was when we were, like, dreams were coming true, like, playing with Suicide Silence and, you know, bands yeah, like that. Yeah, you guys were playing, like, bigger shows and shit. Yeah, like, playing to... Playing to and it was awesome, actually, because I remember seeing you guys for the first time ever. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. first show. <laughs> it was at the VFW, mm-hmm. and I showed up like around seven, seven thirty. And you guys were the f- I'm first band. I'm pretty sure we were, were the first, first band. band. And then you guys played, and then I was like, oh, this is cool. These guys are young, and it's their first show. And yeah. Then see you guys like just develop into what you guys were. It's like fucking awesome. Can we talk about that first show first? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, go for it. So that was our first Valley Texas hardcore show, which shouts out Adam, um, one of the best fucking human beings I've ever met in my life, and gave a shitty acne infested group <laughs> of uh, sweaty young Mexicans yeah, yeah, yeah. playing shitty death. No, not even deathcore at the time. Metal metalcore music. A chance. Um, you know, we we hopped on that. It was the thirteenth thirteenth vic- victim was headlining that show. Oh fuck! Yeah, was, it, was that y'all's? First yeah, show? that was our first show. It oh, was wow. the thirteenth victim, and then uh, the the finals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, the final stretch um, was on that mortuary. No, not mortuary science. That was later on. Um, Lanterns is on that show. You got you guys. Uh, Determined to view was on that show. Uh, imaginary floating vaginas, I think, was on that show. Oh yeah, 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 they were. Uh, still to this day, one of my favorite punk bands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were the first ones. And Hell Sound Rebels did play that show. Yeah, also yeah, one did. of my favorite yeah. punk bands to this day. Those guys were a lot of fun. Uh, really cool too. Juan Zombie's still like a like a fucking like in my head one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> He's a character. He's a like, character. You can't sure. never replace Juan Zombie. And <clears> so. Uh, so yeah, we played that show, and we were very metalcore at the time, and it was uh, it was a it felt like a long set. There were a lot of people in the venue. It was at the VFW. There was a lot of people there. There was like it was almost day. It was still daylight. It was like evening ish. You yeah. know what's crazy that like back then shows started so early, and then now we can't even draw like at ten people that early at a fucking show. Dude, the, but, the how big the scene was at the time was crazy. But yeah. yeah, so we I mean we played and we played um like six minute long songs that were very boring. I remember the six minute long songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people were kind of just like watching and not being into it, but being curious enough to just be like, How shitty is this band really? And <laughs> and how 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 worse can it get? And I was there just like, you know, screaming and singing kind of. It was really bad. Um, no one was hardcore dancing because, you know, we didn't know what the fuck that was at the time. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I remember Julian was like the first dude who hardcore danced for us. But the only reason why he did it was because I told him to. <laughs> like, because like, he he was in my other band, Trust and Blood. Oh, yeah, I remember um, And... I just felt, you know, hey, man, you're my friend. You've been to a couple of shows. Like, please yeah. make us look kind of cool. Also, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian had the long black hair. He had the, yeah. Uh, dude, his hair is straight as fuck. And, like, and it's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it, it is so it's straight. Like, And and, the, and another thing about this, though, is that this was 10 years ago, and we were freshmen in high school. So, yeah. like, yeah, we were only, like, 16 years old and totally virgin to the whole thing you know like we're yeah. we just virgins and virgins <laughs> virgins in every aspect of the word but yeah it was it was insane man uh how like we went in just a span of like four years too from that to like playing um nsn in front of like hundreds of people <laughs> it, it was is i mean it was cool man it was a really cool run. And y'all eventually started developing into um, better better music, yeah. better songs. Mm-hmm. How did that happen? Well, Frankie and, and I are the only ones to <laughs> to really like write a lot of the music. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris, Chris Vela and Chris Munoz kind of just wrote our, you know, coattails pretty much (laughs) (laughs) not that they weren't bad like musicians they just didn't help with the writing process at all like that like frankie yeah frankie and i wrote all the songs like on guitar pro and honestly what how we got that good was just every single day working in front of a computer writing like really hard stuff and then trying to play it and so like that's how we worked like we first we wrote the song 
or the riffs and in a computer and then and then, and then we were just like can we play that you know and so yeah. that's when we started like pushing the envelope and getting more heavier more crazier and like tech technical yeah i got real technical I yeah was like, damn these guys fucking picked it up a lot yeah and like, i think uh, picked up their talent. definitely <laughs> lane runes had a lot of influence and and the reason for that because every time they came out with some of your stuff we were just like oh we just gotta top that right <laughs> yeah because yeah. like they were the only like deathcore band other than us at the time like yeah. or like that kind of like metal oh yeah, they, yeah yeah and that type of genre, like that uh, style. deathcore metalcore or whatever and but they were around before we were and mm -hmm. there were like really good musicians and really tight players and we were just frankie and i were just always like how can we top them like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like the, it's it's so yeah, it's, it's so it's like young like a young way to think but that's oh, that's how it was you know that's how you improve as a band or as a musician you yeah. hear like another band like fuck like how can we write something just as good as that or even better like mm -hmm. you it's you test yourselves and you know yeah you push, it's you just push yourself yeah and so we were just practicing you know practice every single day and and just start writing crazier and crazier stuff that's the that's that's the way you get better i think as a yeah. band and if you're not doing that as a band you're not really you're gonna be you're gonna get boring fast yeah yeah definitely <laughs> so that that's it so y'all's first show like how'd y'all become a band like so uh what had happened was uh i was in eighth grade and uh what were you listening to at that time like what uh, were you fucking with a man, lot man uh, i was really into it's uh it's gonna sound kind of weird uh i was really into nile six feet and cock oh, nice. and ball torture <laughs> <laughs> like, those were like like bands like, like i was like on pandora before the ads and shit yeah, uh, yeah. no offense pandora don't sue danny mcnasty podcast <laughs> um y'all like, want to feature me that's cool it too was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was like uh, it was like related artists and shit so like you know i was like listening to all that stuff and uh, uh and then we were big into like uh trivium and stuff and what had happened was uh my buddy eric i don't know if you know eric ortiz um uh, i don't think you know yeah, he, was, he would go to shows and stuff he's a piece of shit um <laughs> eric if you're listening suck my dick by the way uh don't edit that out, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. And so what it, what had happened was uh, he was starting a band, and it was with our buddy Andy, uh, this girl named Mariah, and uh, that was it at the time. And he was like, "Oh, I'm looking for a vocalist," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll jump in." Like over, like it was like uh, the conversation was happening over AIM. <laughs> hell yeah that's how real like this conversation is getting like yeah, when you bring up like uh things that don't like no longer does aim still exist yeah uh, fuck if i i have an aol <laughs> mail account and people make fun of me now so it's like uh, okay like when you bring up things that don't exist anymore yeah like so when I, I brought up myspace in the past two episodes and i'm like fuck i'm old <laughs> <laughs> i heard it and i was like do they know what it is like yeah 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 but so you guys are having that conversation and we were in that conversation i was like yeah man i'll do it and he was like are you like can you do it and i was like yeah man how hard could it be it was actually pretty hard um but we we started we brought pat in. we were I, I i forgot how specifically we brought pat and frankie in like i think it was eric just kind of like lobbying like hey guys you should join our band or whatever there was a point uh where and we were practicing we brought chris in chris vela and um we were practicing at his house all the time which was really close to our middle school and there was a point where we had three guitarists. Um, one of them was like, uh, Andy was like really lazy and shit. So we were just like, yo, dude, you got to go. And, uh, and we went in and we, then we brought Chris Munoz in, which is his cousin or whatever. And uh, that, that was it. It was me, uh, Pat, Frankie, Chris, Walla, Chris Munoz. And we were practicing and stuff. And we started off with like metalcore shit just because uh, that's what we were listening to at the time. Like Trivium and like fucking Kill Switch Engage and shit. And we performed at the talent show in eighth grade, and we did a Roadrunner United, which was it was Trivium pretty much. It was well, the mm -hmm. singer at least. We did uh, in the end, and uh, it's probably it's probably still somewhere in your house, like on VHS tape. And, <laughs> oh shit. Uh, we, I mean, I was doing cleans the whole time, and I mean, I sound like fucking dick when I'm singing cleans. I'm not gonna pretend like I can sing well. 
I was wearing like a Q94.5 like long Fuck sleeve yeah. and shit like the scorcher like <laughs> like, like under that like it was you're not, fucking rock like it rock was, yeah we were very much rock stars and then we uh we played that and like didn't even place in the talent show <laughs> oh shit and you know you know what I fucking hate talent shows yeah talent shows I, are fucking they're the worst like cause you know what the thing is like you, you wish like when you're younger you would realize that but you're just so desperate to play in like you know fucking yeah, I just want to play in front of people that it's like you can not play talent show. And exactly. Just <laughs> look for a show. We got some but, like encouraging mm-hmm. words from people that like people weren't like people weren't like, yo, you guys suck. They were like, yeah, oh, that was cool. But I feel like it was like a pity. Like, oh, that was you good. did. Here's a hat on the head. Like, <laughs> here's a star. <laughs> but golden star. So and so from there, we played a birthday party. Me and Pat were talking about this earlier. That was our like first uh, or a second. Show. Dude, I miss though. Like you guys talking about that. I, I'm going back to when I did that with my with my band, and it's like shit, man. Those were like some days where I was didn't know anything. Are we talking about discard the dead? Is that what? We're yes. Talking? yes, yes, dude. The, we played a talent <laughs> show uh, in my high school. Wrote, I had written a song about. Uh, an ex-girlfriend it was like super over dramatic title it was there, called I've picture frame regret it was picture frame regret the first time we were played it right <laughs> so me and my ex-girlfriend had broken up for like a good amount of time and it, we, it looked like we were about to get like get back together and then uh me i was like this is gonna be a great idea i'm gonna embarrass her in front of the school yeah <laughs> So then we start playing the song. I like straight up say like, oh, the song goes out to my ex-girlfriend and said, I said oh her name. God. I said her name and everything. Like my parents came to watch me and I'm like giving like, this is a diss track about my ex-girlfriend. Like that's, I had no fucking shame. So then I start singing a song and then my mic cuts off. It was like my mic was cutting off and I'm like, this is. I thought this was gonna be a cool moment, but it's embarrassing for me now. And I was just mad. And then uh, I was seventeen. Yeah. No. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was uh, this was a week ago. <laughs> no, I was seventeen. We're like talking about ten years ago, and you're just like thinking of something that happened last week. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was I was seventeen, and then never spoke to her again. She's like a teacher now, and she's doing well. I'll, oh I yeah, yeah. So to, you guys played a birthday party. Say about the house show, or whatever. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> well, we played mm, like two originals, I think, and a cover. Mm-hmm. One original. I remember we tried to play two originals. Okay, we had like two songs, and well, one song and like half another song. Yeah. And we played a cover, uh, suggested by Chris Vela, I think, of course. <laughs> because it was uh that song Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> oh fuck. So, Are you serious? Yeah, we like, we played that one. Euro trip? Yeah, yeah, Euro trip. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and you know, it, I mean it's a house With, show where uh, we're all like 16-year-olds. Who was who was singing olds. it? Um Ryan is singing it for sure, I I think. Yeah. It would have been sick if Ryan would have been like skinhead Matt Demon and just <laughs> yeah, like dude. sing it like <laughs> for sure, dude. <laughs> No, yeah, but it was just kind. Of, it was very. This is when we had the three guitar players and all that stuff. It yeah. was it was totally unnecessary and yeah. whatever. But you know, we we're just we just like to be over the top. <laughs> but yeah, it was like at a friend's birthday party, and they wanted us to play. And dude, like, I remember we played that that show, and they gave us like money to like play that show and shit. And oh, I remember sure. getting a little taste of like, oh my god, like this is what it's like to like you know be in a band and like that was the most you're gonna get paid in the next three years but, yeah but, and little <laughs> did i know like that never happens again <laughs> or that but it's only because you know we we don't play like stuff like that or whatever yeah yeah of course but you know those are the paying gigs where but we didn't i mean straight up dude we never like fucking cared about money that's why it's so shocking when when you when we do get paid yeah because it's just like why <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up because we get brought into like the like the the rough beginning of like playing like i mean i don't care if i get paid or not but i'm right. just saying like we're just so used to like not getting paid right and when people pay us they're like are you sure yeah, all, right, like, like, all right cool and that's where we like kind of started yeah, or whatever I, dude you should have been skinhead matt demon if you're gonna sing nuts <laughs> i'm too fucking brown for that shit bro <laughs> but um so what happened was okay so at that birthday party or whatever uh, we, we play that song and uh, Chris Vela, which I don't know if any of the listener, listeners know who Chris Vela is. 
Um, goofy, goofy kid. Very, very <laughs> smart. He's a very smart guy. I mean, you know, like he. Uh, by the way, I mean, he went to you know Columbia University. Now, oh, and yeah. now he's like at like some startup company making like seventy k a year, like doing like coding and shit. Wow. Good for you. He's still a cheap piece of shit. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So he <laughs> he was when we were playing the show. And he thought it would be like a really cool like rock star move to like jump on top of his amp, which was like like yay high. It was like, like, a it, was, like it was like it was like one foot off the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe like half a foot wide. Do you remember that? It was like a small crate like amp with like a crate head. It was no joke. What? Yeah, that's where we started. Like <laughs> no, that's how we started off. What? I don't remember that. So he jumped. like it was like a two by twelve or yeah, no, that's. <laughs> It was tiny, man. It was really small. Okay. And he tried to jump on it. And Wait, why would he try jumping? That's like not that, that high. I, mean, I don't know. He was in the moment, okay, okay, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, that's another thing, too. He was the most energetic out of all of oh, us he from was, the beginning. Like, from day one, we were all just... We were all just like cowering behind our amps, like oh, like yeah. <laughs> like trying to <laughs> try to be cool, but we'd never do this ever. And then Chris Bell like owns it up all yeah. the time. He he definitely like <laughs> inspired me to move around more yeah. and be more confident. But yeah, like he at first in the beginning we just looked fucking weird because it was just him moving around like a maniac, <laughs> and we were all just playing the songs and staring at him like <laughs> but yeah so what was the outcome of him jumping on that amp so he jumps on the amp and then uh obviously a tiny amp like that can't support you especially yeah. jumping at whatever awkward angle he j- jumped on yeah. it at and he busted his ass like he like he like jumps on it the, the the amp fell over he fell down and like me being like you know just like the prideful creature that i am i kind of was just like what the fuck are you doing, dude? You're making us look <laughs> real bad, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it was just like, oh, God. Like, I was just like, I was so embarrassed. And, like, I, I can't even imagine how embarrassed he was. Maybe he wasn't at all known him. But, uh, but yeah. But he has a history of doing that shit because we played a house show at, at uh, Vince uh, Vince's crib, and I don't know how else to describe him other than Vince. Vince, yeah, I don't know Vince. Okay, does other do other people know, like how uh, else would you like? No, okay. Twitter name. Vin- oh, he used to sing for uh, uh, Pizza Hut. Vince, yeah, he used to work. Oh he used to work, at, he used <laughs> to work at Pizza Hut and hook and hook it up. Yeah. Anyway, so it was at his house show, and it was a uh, uh, it was Armor First Steel or whatever the yeah. fuck. And uh, they, they played that show, and then we played. And I remember Chris Vela, like, spinning around with his bass and hit me right in the fucking bicep with the neck of the bass and him just, like, trying to laugh it off. And I was holding back trying to not to beat the fucking shit out of him <laughs> because I was just like, dude, yeah, that's real funny because, yeah, I feel like I have, like, a bruised fucking muscle now, you fucking piece of shit. Um... But yeah, so he's a history of doing stupid shit like jumping on tiny amps and like hitting his <laughs> vocalists with fucking basses. And honestly, I've punched that fool in the face like three times like to date. Uh, he deserved every single one, by the way. Um, anyone who's listening is like, this guy's an angry guy. Yeah, this guy's <laughs> like, he's letting it all out right now. He's so mad. <laughs> Which I am generally, but um, but he deserved all those and more. Uh, I kind of wish I, <laughs> he's got more coming. Yeah, I'm gonna beat the shit out of him next time I see him. But, he's uh, green lit as soon as he sees him. He's but yeah, so lit. I mean, we played that show, and then the next show that we played uh, was at the Palmer Pavilion. I don't know if you guys remember that. Oh yeah, I remember that. So uh, yeah, we we played it. It was like it was like a it was like a skate show slash music show. Like there were people like there was like ramps and shit set up in the back. People were like skateboarding uh-huh. and then like picnic tables. And we played to a crowd of maybe like five people or whatever. And it was like this one like hippie like just like <laughs> she was like <laughs> going ham for no fucking reason. She was like you guys are like fucking metalcore, deathcore, fucking core core. Like oh god. I was like I was like, get the fuck out of our faces. Um, but you know, I mean, it, I mean, I'm, we were playing in front of a crowd, so we had a, we had a good time. And that was also the first time I think Chris the Bum saw us live too. And he, you could, he could tell you, like he, 
thought we sucked hardcore. <laughs> yeah, fuck Chris the Bum, by the way, in case you know listeners. Um, fuck Chris the Bum cir- circa 2008. <laughs> but there's an era you don't I should, like. I should apologize. Um, that's CJ from Situations, not Chris Bum. Don't call him Chris Bum. Only we get to call him that. Not even us anymore, dude. He still gets mad about it. But uh, if you're listening to this, Chris, uh, still call you that in privacy of uh, you not being there. Anyway, <clears throat> so, yeah, so we played that show. Um, that was a good time, I guess. But afterwards, we, we got to talk to, like, guys. So, so you guys played, like, a series of just, like, shitty shows yeah, where, like, well, no, yeah, you, you, you had no fan base. Yeah, and the thing is, like, see, like, you guys kept going at it. That's the thing. Now, like, for some strange fucking reason, like, some bands uh, that are new, they feel like entitled and they feel like they deserve like oh fuck no one got shot. Uh, Pat just killed a bug. <laughs> so, some people, some people just expect like oh there's gonna be a crowd already whatever and it's like dude it's your first show no one knows who the fuck you are and it's gonna be like that for a good while yeah <laughs> I mean you needed to like really hustle and no and we understood that from day one like and. That's what really kept us going. You for didn't sure. have like an entitled mentality. No. You're like, we're gonna have to fucking every single time. Work every single this. time Adam gave us a show, like we were just super grateful to even mm-hmm. be on a show. Like, like we, like we, honest, like I'm telling you, like we never gave a shit really about like ourselves. Like we never yeah. took ourselves seriously, like ever. Mm-hmm. We don't give a shit. Like we just yeah, yeah. make music because we just want to hear something that we want to make or whatever. Like that's, I don't know. That's just what it's all about. To, to, and that's what it was always all about to us. So, like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, bands nowadays and stuff, like, you're right. You, like, I've seen it, you know? Yeah. And then, like, even then, like, when with DTD, like, we had terrible fucking shows. Dude. And then, like, some people I probably won't, like, well, yeah, right. No, yeah. Dude, I remember I threw a fucking birthday show for myself, right? <laughs> no, no, it gets worse. It gets worse. So, I throw a birthday show for myself. I invite, like, all these bands, like, that I like from the scene. Mm-hmm. Three out of the five other bands, three of them show up. And then to the two other bands, they're like, why is he making it up saying that we're playing? Even though they agreed with me that they're going to fucking play. Uh-huh. So I look like a fucking liar and right. piece of shit. And then we, we go on. And I'm like, oh, people are going to watch my band because it's my birthday. Dude, everyone walked out. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, DTD. Yeah. And, dude, people walked out. And we played to, like, the bartender. That's in- that's insane. <laughs> uh, that's a really heartbreaking yeah. story. And, like, if any one even went through that now they'd be like oh yeah i'm gonna yeah, they'd go do something else they now. would just quit yeah they <laughs> i'm not doing music anymore no yeah definitely and we were always just like you know that's it that's you really gotta understand that at the get-go like yeah. you know in the beginning like you're not going to play a good show every time because then it would just get boring honestly <laughs> i i liked i liked you know the the bad shows and just taking in the bad all the time yeah because yeah, sure. it just makes you a better uh <clears throat> musician in, in the end um so speaking of dtd mm-hmm. uh so one of the I, I guess whenever it uh trust and blood maybe some listeners are familiar with trust and blood uh they're uh they were playing a show at the vfw and it was a it was kind of a low-key show ifv was playing um there were no other notable uh i don't remember who else played and I was there, and Julian, Julian, uh, no offense, Julian, uh, if you're listening to this, but you were a DCD cock rider at the time. <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, he was a dick rider at the time. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. He was uh, he was real big into DTD, and he was like, "Dude, I want to cover Tiger Uppercut <laughs> so bad." Oh. And uh, and and Chris the Bone was just like, "I'm not having any part of this." He was smart, and <laughs> Julian. Uh, came and like begged me he was like dude please 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 do it yeah yeah and uh and yeah and then i was like okay fuck it like i'll do it whatever like i know the chorus like the gang vocals and shit but like yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll figure the rest out and so we did it and it was like it was like a weird moment where i was like like i'm really fucking doing this and like <laughs> and just like you're like I don't care who you are, and it's just like I was singing it, and uh, 
Claudio, I think it's Claudio. He was singing along. He was fucking shit faced, and he was just like he was like singing along and like spitting in my face while he was like singing along. Yeah. And I was like, dude, thank you so much for like being into this because this is the lamest thing. <laughs> yeah. And covering a local band like Julian, God, what, what kind of idea is that? And so I that was. That was an experience, but no, but and that kind of goes back to like the way like we looked up. I mean, you guys were like young, you know, so it's yeah, like we, excusable. Yeah, I mean, we were like 15, 16 at the time. Yeah, and we and we were very like the thing was we looked, yeah, we looked up to a lot of uh, the local bands at the time because I think I heard the first the first bands I heard were, were when I was in eighth grade when like I I was just like oh like I, I just a lot of girls I knew were going to shows at the VFW mm-hmm. and they were like you know, turning us on to bands and shit like that. And uh, the, I think the first band I heard was First Born From The Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, this is really, really good. And then, like, I somehow, like, thank you for that, Danny. Uh, I uh, somehow, like, uh, got, I found, well, it was MySpace. It was, like, everyone's top friends or whatever. So. <laughs> I missed that so much. <laughs> That's when you knew who you really, like, fucked with. Yeah. Like, so I, who was in your close circle? I found, I found, uh, Determined to Defeat. I found, you know, you, I mean, you guys were, like, a blast. Uh, I found Lay in Ruins. I found, uh. It was all the early VHC people, like, when mm-hmm. VHC just started. And yeah, yeah. so there was, uh, the ones you call good looking. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Hellstown Rebels. Some other bands. Yeah, and so um, those were kind of like, uh, all those kind of took influence on us. I mean, we, obviously we had that metalcore phase and, uh, you know, we saw Lane Ruins and like Pat had talked about earlier, it was, uh, they had played, they were like more, they were like transitioning to a deathcore kind of phase and we were like really into arsonists, get all the girls at the time, and like we got into shut up, Danny. Well, we, we got <laughs> Danny Laredo, not me. <laughs> we were uh, into arsonists, get all the girls, and we started listening to Despise Icon a lot, and like that was kind of the trend. Uh, we were kind of and Whitechapel too, and Suicide Silence, and we were like, man, like, we were playing shows. Um, and Adam was nice enough to keep on letting us play shows, even though we were so fucking horrible. And, <laughs> And, uh, which by the way, and I know it was covered in your last podcast with Norman, he was talking about like, you know, giving people chances who don't have a name. Yeah. yeah. Can we just talk about how Adam, like he had no idea who we were, you know, and he just like gave us a shot. He was like, Hey, um, I'm going to give you 15, 16 year old, like sweaty Mexicans a shot at this. And, uh, you know, and he kept on giving us shows. So, so, um, I burped by the way, guys. <laughs> that's why I was gonna that's edit why that there out, was an awkward pause there. I loved um, it. it. This is so real right now. So, <laughs> so from there, uh, I mean, we we kept on playing shows and trying to, you know, um, like I guess evolve our sound mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we saw how much love Lane Rooms was getting, and we were just like, we want that kind of love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Shit, even we, even DCD, we were like doing good, but even then, I would see Lane Ruins play, and I was like, I want that love too. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> uh, can I? I'm okay, I'm gonna rewind a little bit as far oh, yeah, as like, where, where I'm going with this story yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, the first uh, show that I went to, and I think maybe we all, yeah, we all went to, was uh, Punk versus Metal Two. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god! Okay, continue. I have so many stories about that. And one. so. Hellstown Rebels played, uh, I believe, and uh, this band from Corpus that was very like a uh, radio, like stained esque, was like Horny yeah, Frog. Like um, I yeah. can't really remember that fucking name. What a waste of brain space. But and um, then we saw uh, Lane Ruins played. Um, I remember DCD playing. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking nuts. Like it was, it, I, I've never, I'd never been in that kind of environment before. Yeah. My first ever show was like Scorpions when I was in seventh grade, <laughs> and then like Three Doors Down the following year. Kryptonite and then like Breaking hard. Benjamin later that year. So like I was not like, I was <laughs> yeah. not like it was like it was, that sort of aggressive type of music or something. Man, yeah. so like, so I saw you guys play, and. <laughs> 
you're going crazy. You're like standing on top of the chair, like calling people out, like, yo, this motherfucker wants to talk shit about us on MySpace. I'll see you outside. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, I okay. As cringy as that sounds, I'm more than sure I did do that. <laughs> oh no, no. He, you're not more than sure. I heard it. So it's okay. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Um so you guys I mean you guys were playing and I was just like I was like just wide eyed and just like what the fuck is happening right now? You know what? I, you know why I was extra hyped that day? Because I think the day before, two days before that, I went to go see Gorilla Biscuits and Terror in Austin. Good God! So when I came back, I was like so amped to play that show. So that's why I probably like was in. Yeah, exactly. You gotta understand, like me and Pat and the rest of the band were just like jamming to like fucking Nevermore and Dream Theater and like yeah. Lamb of God. So we're just we're very di- like disconnected from like as far as like all those bands go yeah yeah yeah. and we saw you guys play and i was just like yo this is heavy i kind of want to fucking throw a chair at somebody but like i'm new so this is weird yeah yeah, yeah. um and people were like hardcore dancing and i was like yo what the fuck are those people doing like in the middle of that pit (laughs) it looks cool but it also looks kind of lame um and um so and someone was hitting everyone that was hardcore dancing and i was like is that like an okay thing? Like in my head, like I was trying to rap. Like, I think that was that during Lincoln Ruins, right? I think that was. Was that? I thought that was during your set. Okay, no, our set went went off like you know, it was very energetic, and everyone did their thing. And uh, this is where I might take over the, the your story. No, by all means, by go for a bit. Okay, so <clears throat> there was this one uh, goth dude that was there. <laughs> He was wearing fucking a, goth dudes, man. I mean, that's because like I fuck with like I, I mean that was that was my shit in high school. But then like obviously I, knew, I, I knew grew out of it. Bitch. I mean, I still fuck with goth music. I still fuck with a bunch of shit. Yeah, that people are ashamed of. But I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but this dude like was uh I think he was wearing a Ben Sevenfold shirt, and like he had like black lipstick on, but he was like his stature was very broish, like he looked like. He was trying to fl- he was trying to flex like in the pit like it was like hitting people and that's what you when you said like is this okay? I remember it was uh, Lean Ruins. I were hardcore dancing and just like going off and then we there was a circle pit and then I see him punch Wolfie and then I was like oh that's not gonna fly and then as, as before I could even jump in ten other people just jump in and then uh, I don't even I should say his name but he someone grabbed a chair. Speaking of grabbing. He grabs the chair. He's smashing the dude like on the ground with the chair. And then I'm like, I stepped, I took a step back and I was like, we're going to kill this guy. Like, we're all going to go to jail. Like, I was like, there's no way he's going to survive this. And I was like, I'm gonna, hey, guys, maybe we should stop. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> like, to, maybe we should like back off. Like, I'm just going to interject and say, yeah, I thought like you all were straight up killers. Like, <laughs> like the, in the beginning yeah, when the yeah. when vhc was like kind of like a gang <laughs> like oh, not God. really but it, it, yeah, it yeah, looked yeah. like that for, for yeah. a good while and yeah i was all the time it was just like when fights would happen and you know somebody in like our bands or whatever would like get the person like hit or whatever yeah 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 it's just like you, you're gonna ugly. you're gonna get 50 feet in your it's boo party dude Boom yeah, party. it would get real. Ugly. It would get real. Ugly. Yeah, like, for uh, one of the times where I was like, "Hey guys, maybe we should stop doing this." Was again, there's always fights during Lane and Ruins because I think it brought out like the. I mean, the hardcore kids they were fucking with them, like, and you know, At, us who back in the middle, people and then were, and then people who were just like, you know, new to like all of it and like listen to metal and like we're used to like just push moshing and whatever mm-hmm. but we're lit but we're like a little too over aggressive and just trying to like flex their nuts and stuff i remember again with it was wolfie i don't know why people tried fighting wolfie it was during lean ruins <laughs> and then this one guy like he punches wolfie and wolfie's like what the fuck he just looks at him and then the guy tries throwing a kick and then like i was like what the hell is this guy doing so then i co- i come in I come in and I I, I tackle. Oh, this isn't this isn't punk versus metal. This is like another show. This is one of the shows where I, f- I was like, "Hey guys, maybe we should stop fighting." <laughs> I tackle the guy, right? Oh no, I put him in a headlock. And then someone was trying to get him, and they push me, and I fall down with him, so I look like real lame. <laughs> so like it looked it looked like real wack. It looked like that little dude like knocked me down too. So we both are on the floor, and then I see Edgar from uh, Lane Ruins comes and kicks the guy in the face mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. and then after he kicked him in the face I
I get up, Wolfie are going at it. And then we, we kick the guy out and he's wearing a DTD shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> we beat up a guy wearing like our band shirt. This yeah, that is definitely the moment when you realize like there's like, something oh, else going on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh Oh wait, and then one more thing. And then he came back in and he paid twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gangster That's ass move, dude. <laughs> Shit. So I'm gonna rewind back to the punk versus metal show. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you're talking about it from an insider's perspective. From an outsider's perspective, as someone who's like their first show, yeah. I was just like, it was, in my head, I saw uh, a swarm of people just like closing on this dude, start beating the shit out of him, and then I see some large guy who happened to be like pick up a chair, and those chairs the VFW aren't aren't light they're big wooden fucking chairs oh yeah yeah i start fucking just beating the shit out of this fool with it and i was like and it was like closing in on me so i was like i was like backing up but like i was also like getting more claustrophobic i was like yo these fools are gonna like include me in this and you know and it was crazy though because that guy is the guy that got kicked out the guy that got the shit kicked out of him is the guy that got kicked out and so after that happened i was like yo this is fucking awesome. <laughs> like, I, fu- I was going to say that too. Cause like, I feel like a lot of people back in that day, like were so scared by all those, all that stuff. And yeah. no, we were just like, that's awesome. And that's like, <laughs> oh, uh, we want to be a part of this like group of like this group of people or this yeah, like yeah, family yeah. or whatever. And yeah, it was, it was hardcore, but I mean, that's what it was, right? It was hardcore. Yeah, it was very <laughs> violent back then. Very violent hardcore. Like, that's I, how it, it was everywhere too. Like yeah. people got to understand, like that's how hardcore, the hardcore scene everywhere was. It was yeah. For a like, good while. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but I think it started like excluding all the shitty people that would come and try to well, you know, interrupt and fuck it up. Well, you know, yeah. you mentioned that, and then, you know, we were playing a lot of VTHC shows, and then we started playing shows with uh, Eddie's, what was Eddie's promotion, promotional, fuck, what, Straight Up Texas Booking, what, Straight Up Texas mm-hmm. Booking, yeah, and uh, uh, no offense to Eddie if you're listening to this, but you're, the way you uh, scheduled bands and the order of them was really fucked up, um, and if you are listening to this, don't take it down, Danny, that's me, you fucking know my fucking Twitter handle, bro, anyway. So, uh, so yeah, so we would play those shows, whatever the straight up Texas booking shows. And, um, there were, there were a lot of new kids there that we, we had never seen. And I say kids, like they were younger than me. We're all the same age, but that just, mm-hmm. like, I swear. yeah, I mean, that's like a term I still use. And I'm like, wait, we're fucking, I'm or like, even if they're older than me, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, it's just like a term that you just say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's a lot of like newer people there or whatever. And I remember there was one show where, uh, Chris Vela. And uh, and I'm sure the listeners aren't familiar with Chris Vela. Uh, maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. Um, he was a very goofy, awkward kid, and he was hardcore dancing. And he was like he was like throwing kicks from side to side in the pit. Mm-hmm. And he the thing that Chris does a lot is he looks to other people for approval of what he's doing. <laughs> like he I'm needs raging so hard. He <laughs> he needs that affirmation so badly when it when it comes to that shit. When it comes to a lot of shit. Yeah, that's his thing. And so he was throwing kicks, and I guess he looked some guy that doesn't go to shows, like, in the eye as he was throwing kicks. Yeah. And I guess he maybe have, like, grazed this fool. I don't know what happened. And he was trying to start shit with Chris Vela. And Chris <laughs> Baum was not having any of it. And so Chris Baum came at this fool was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I'm about to fuck your ass up, bro, or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Chris, it was it was an angry Chris Bum, bro, and I was just like, he's a da- angry Chris Bum is a dangerous Chris Bum, bro, because he's a, he's a scary, he can be a scary dude, he's a bigger dude, like he knows, like I me, mean, he'll fuck someone up, and yeah. so, and so, yeah, I have to, and uh, and so he was about to beat the shit out of this kid who maybe it was his first show ever, like maybe the show prior to this was like a Devil Wears Prada show, who fucking knows, and so. You know, I try to diffuse the situation, and like I was like, "Hey, man, like go outside, like relax, blah blah blah, like you know, go chill." Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to this guy; he's like a taller guy or whatever. Like, probably would have got his ribs broken if we all beat him up. And I was like, "Hey, man, like what happened?" He's like, "That guy was aiming at me when he was kicking me," and I was like, 
I was like, look, man, like I can guarantee you, like I know that guy and I can guarantee he wasn't aiming at you. And he was like, well, this I'm like, look, dude, okay. You can air out your concerns all you want. But the fact of the matter is if you come after this guy, eight to 10 other people are going to jump on you and beat the shit out of you. So, and that's like a shitty thing to say, but it's just like that. I mean, like, I can't, st- I, I can't stop them. Yeah. They're exactly. just going to jump in. It's just going to happen. And so I was like, look, man, like that's what's going to happen. I know like you look like a new face, like, and I don't mean to intimidate you, but you're about to get your ass fucking kicked if you don't chill out. And he was like, oh man, dude, like, I'm sorry, dude. Like, I'm sorry. This and that. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was a good move. That was a good move on your part. Yeah, because if you would have, because if you would have pursued that, I'm just like, dude, I can't help you anymore. Like yeah. people are gonna, dude, and oh my god, you're you're talking about a time where like, I'm like old as shit now, and I look back and I'm like, fuck, how angry was I when I was younger, and how like much was I looking for a fight? Because any little thing, like I could just, I could have just been like, I don't know, doing running door, and I just see like sw- like people swinging, I would have just like turned and just ran and just swing at like whoever is not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about, though, dude. Yeah, and it was like, just everyone just act on impulse. And, yeah, like man. That. I remember like when I was like first introduced to crowd killing. Like I was so hardcore dancing, but I didn't know what crowd killing was. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that. I remember it was the, the Waking the Cadaver show. I wasn't there. You weren't there for that? No, no I wasn't okay. there. <laughs> yeah, Waking the Cadaver. Uh, sorry, guys, if you're listening to this. No, like you're everyone, horrible I'm sure as a band. <laughs> um, I sure hope know who they are. that genre is has stopped. Is in is extinct. They're still going. Oh, fuck, dude. Anyway, uh, they, but we were like really into it at the time. Um, and I remember like I was crowd killing and like I had jumped into the crowd and like throwing like random punches or whatever. And like I'm not aiming at anyone in particular. Like I'm not trying to hurt someone <laughs> specifically. I'm trying to hurt anyone who's in my way. And so I hit this. I, I, just, I, I hit something. I hit somebody rather. <laughs> And I remember uh, this kid started swinging at me, and I thought he was a hardcore dancing too. And I was like, "Oh, dope, cool, cool. This guy's dancing too." But he was swinging at me specifically, <laughs> and uh, I was like, "I fucking like I grabbed him by the collar, and I was like, yo, what's good, bro? Like, what's the problem?'" <laughs> and he was like, "You hit my sister." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then, and I was like, "Oh shit, man!" Like, I, I was like, "Look, man, like that's my bad. I didn't mean to do that. Like, I'm just like out here trying to have fun or whatever." I was like, well, we got a problem. We can take it outside. He was like, no, nah, man, we're good, bro. Like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it was that fool, uh, Victor, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know his full name. I wish there would be more happy endings to have the bullshit we did. There are, like, like no happy endings. <laughs> yeah. It but usually like, just, like, uh, it ruined someone's night. Yo, sure. that, fool, that fool was part of that whatever, like, uh, lame-ass crew. I don't know what happened. Um, it was at, uh, the King Conquer show is what I'm referring to. And that was the shit show in and of itself. Wait, I'm, that, I'm not going to talk that. about what happened then yet. Okay. But um, what had happened was like this fool was like, you know, trying to start shit with me. Mm-hmm. Um, even before the Waking the Cadaver show, uh, Chris the Bum and Adrian and Mario and fucking uh, Eddie had jumped this fool at like that Dance Gavin Dance. Don't don't get in my show. <laughs> Just a fact. <laughs> Dude, that, that happy at bro. That show, actually, oh that's the show God. I was referring to when I said that. Like Chris Bum gets angry, like bro, like oh we, like because, like, because, because so we were just, we were just, we're just like arrogant fucking pricks. Like when we were in that, it was at SEC. It was at SEC. Yeah, on the yeah, it was at SEC, and um, <laughs> we were like, I mean, like we were just like, you know, we were angry kids, and like, you know, we were like, you know playing shows and shit so we were arrogant at the time we're just like you're trying to fuck with us all right we're gonna all fucking beat the shit out of you whatever mm-hmm. we're assholes and um the we were we were fucking around the dance gavin dance show just like hardcore dancing like and just like just trying to shit on their night which is a horrible thing to do but like yeah. at the time we're just like we're cool you know what i mean like it's like and so and so that full uh, victor i think what his name was i like, started pushing us and Chris the Bum got fucking livid, bro. And started and just fucking started wailing on this fool, bro. Beating the shit out of him. Mario Kish came in, started beating the fuck out of this fool. 
And I'm sorry, Danny. I know this is running really long time. So Mario started winning him. Fucking Eddie at your last hour, Eddie, like fucking like leapfrogged over Crystal Bomb to like fucking kick this fool down. They're breakdance. And I'm there like looking and I see all the security guards like running towards that way. I'm like, I'm not about to be part of that shit. They bounce. Then Victor comes up. He's like, one of your friends sucker punched me. I'm like, nah, bro. He beat the fuck out of you, fam. There were there was no sucker punching involved. You saw that shit coming, coming. You saw it, you saw it coming. You asked for it too. And I remember uh, for the King Conquer show, like referring to that, and we'll talk about that shit, I guess, in like maybe five to ten minutes. But um, <laughs> uh, he was <laughs> he had, like messages over MySpace, bro, and he was like, he was like, yo, your crew versus my crew. <laughs> Oh no! And we're like, oh my what, god! What crew are you talking about, bro? Like we're friends. Like we hang yeah. out. Like, like I don't fucking know, bro. And I was like, yeah, okay, we'll show up. Like we're gonna be there because like we're gonna be there because the show. And they didn't show up, bro. And we're <laughs> when was that was King Conquer? Okay, so let's get back on track, Danny. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm going yeah, yeah, off on cool. tangents, but yeah. <laughs> That's the There's point of podcast. There's so many tangents, yeah. And that's where I'm going to uh, stop the first part of this episode. Uh, the second part of this episode uh, will either be posted on Friday or next Tuesday. That's what the schedule is going to be like uh, for now. from now on. A uh, new episode every Friday and Tuesday. And the second part of the episode, they dig deeper as far as how the band got more popularity and notoriety in the scene. And, you know talk about bigger shows they played and shit like that and uh hopefully y'all enjoyed this one it was uh pretty fun to talk about <laughs> a bunch of dumb shit we did when we were younger we're different people now obviously like we're more mature and uh yeah all right well keep an eye out for the next episode on friday all right thanks <laughs>